The views and opinions that are expressed on the Dope Sessions podcast are that of the hosts and do not reflect any views of any other attached entities. Now that we got that out of the way, let's go. Introducing your hosts. The guys on the mics with the voices that you like. Give it up for Kelvy and Tree. Yo, yo, what's good, everybody? Thank y'all again for tuning in to another episode of the Dope Sessions podcast with Kelvin and Tree. What up, big dog? What up? I, I want to thank the peeps for uh, making us feel loved over uh, 2022. And Hell we hope yeah. that the uh, love continues to go on through 2023. Hell yeah. And, Hell and beyond yeah. if we're still around here for that. I'm just saying. Right. You know, Tree, Tree might get the big head and be like, man, you know, I can do a podcast all by myself, and that's podcast. You know what? It, 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 I've been thinking about it for months, but don't don't nobody want to hear me gripe about stuff because <laughs> that'll go on for about like I don't know two episodes, and then I'm gonna run out of stuff to gripe about. Right? Maybe, <laughs> maybe. Man, but yeah, man. Like we, you know, we uh. You know, we we sell we you know we celebrated Thanksgiving. Now Christmas around the corner. Wait, hold on. We, we did Thanksgiving. Was, I, I remember I was at work on that uh, bill. I mean, I'm still collecting plates though. I just want y'all to know. So if y'all listening, y'all y'all can run some plates. Right. Stand. <laughs> If, if people still got they, that leftover stuff, you know. Hey, look, I'll take new plates. Put some Olive Garden on it or something. Hey, do something. Right. <laughs> oh, man. Man, that's, 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 I mean, well, you know, I was going to say, uh, that's weird to have you work on Thanksgiving, but I think I know a couple of other people that had to work on Thanksgiving. So, I mean, it is what it is, I guess, at, at that point. Yeah, but I was treated more like uh, the 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 Native American. I was actually hoodwinked. I was supposed to be off. Oh, okay. Somehow, some way, they finagled me to actually work. Right. <laughs> I ain't okay. figured it out yet. Right. I will be taking steps next year not to be doing that. Right. So I can get some yeah. plates because I, I totally missed out on plates. I saw football. I just need right. some plates. <laughs> And you know, like mo- most people, they uh, you know, most people still doing the traditional like ham and turkey and dressing and mac and cheese and all that stuff. And some people, you know, opt to do something else. You know what I'm saying? Like we had a, um, we had like I speak for like the fam and the fam. We had like uh, a rock this thing called rasta pasta. Um, it's it's really it's it's a it's a Jamaican dish, but it's like, um, you know, it, it, I say it like this is it kind of reminds you of like fettuccine Alfredo, uh huh, but with jerk with some with some uh like jerk spice in it. Okay. So it's like, would our friend D Nick approve of this dish? Um. Because well, you know he, he said he said no sucker so shit. Right. So like two different rasta pastas. Um mm-hmm. there was the 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 regular rasta pasta, which is basically like 
you know, uh, it, it's vegan. So the the noodles, the the sauce, uh, the peppers, and all of that stuff. You know, you can put mushrooms in it. My version was more called Babylon. That's with the chicken and all that other stuff. So my my version was not ital as the Jamaicans say. Um, but the the pan that Kareem made was ital. That was ital. So if Dinick was over here, he probably would have ate the ital one. He wouldn't have ate the Babylon one. So uh huh. You know, he, they're trying to escape from Babylon. So, no, he's right. not going to eat. Hence the title <laughs> of the album. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> hey, you know, I saw them uh, this weekend without I, having to leave Chicago. Yeah. Yeah, shout out shout out to the microphone missus, man. Um, yeah, they. Uh, I had talked to Dini, uh today. Well, I talked to him a little bit yesterday, and then I talked to him today. He was just kind of just telling me about the whole um, – uh, they was at a cosplay expo in, in Vegas, and they they uh did like two panels, and they, you know, they rocked at Caesar's Palace. So okay, yeah, man, he, he told me it was it was dope, man, and he was yeah. he was definitely on cloud nine because a lot of his his, his uh family and and some of the some of the squad, some of the uh, yeah, the I, I I knew the squad was going, or well, at least uh. Sticks, uh, Titter, and uh, Spark. I knew they yeah. were going. Yeah, cause you know Spark in L.A. So th- that that's dope. Uh, Titter, of course, he you know he from he in the shy, so I'm pretty sure he flew down or whatever. And then Al live in Vegas, so yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. while you was talking to D Nick, did he tell you the story about the spirit lady? No, he didn't. Okay, well then I'm not gonna spoil it. Uh, next time we get him on, we will definitely ask him about that. Okay, yeah, we we definitely got to because now Cause I'm, I'm I, I heard it after story. it happened because I was at work. Oh, okay, that's why I saw him. I was at work, so of course I heard it like right then and there. But right. I'll let him tell that. Right. When next time we get a chance, right, either right. on air or off air, just. That I'm not gonna drop that. That that's all him. Um, right. <laughs> let's see, man. Um, so before we get this, well, this is. I mean, the show already started. I don't even know why I was about to say before we get the show started. The show's already started, but I I, I do want to say something, man. Um, about this particular thing. Um, tree, you you set it up so nicely because it, it leads into what. I want to talk about as well. Like you said something about just the people who've been rocking with us in, in 2022. And uh, first of all, I'm just humbled and, and appreciative and, and blessed to, you know, be, you know, you guys out there listening to us and you guys are feeling what, you know, feeling what, what uh, you guys are feeling, you know, you're feeling, what we got, you feeling the vibe, you feeling the shows, and and again, just thank you, thank you, thank you so much, man. You know, if you love what we did in 2022, you know, 2023 is going to be even better, and uh, it brings me to this point because I realized right 
And I told you this, man, uh, off off air, but I was like, man, I just realized like we hit a hundred episodes. Well, we're not exactly at one hundred episodes now. We probably like one hundred three or one hundred four by now. But I didn't realize until the conversation that me and you had. And I was like, man, we're at a hundred episodes, a hundred and some other, but. You know, we had a hundred episodes, man. And you know, I just first of all, again, thank you guys for, for listening. Thank you guys for being there for us. And I also just want to say to Tree, thank you for being a part of this 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 journey. Thank you for being part of this ride. Thank you for wanting to one to set set it off with me, wanting to do this thing, because this show, even though it was the same format and there were things that I was doing with the show that's, that, that is still going on right now, this show kind of went through so many like iterations. Um, and there's a couple of people that I want to shout out. Um, I want to shout out Aaron, my, my guys, Aaron and Takari, because... I had no idea that I wanted to do a podcast, let alone do radio. And so I remember um, being hired to do a internet radio show, Aaron and Takari. And I had a meeting with them and the meeting went super dope. They hired me right on the spot. And so I thought that the show was just, I was just going to be the only host of the show. And so we had another meeting where we actually had to go to the station because they wanted to try me out with somebody else being the, being the co-host. And I'm on my way to that station and I'm seeing this dude and I'm just like, is this dude going? Because he like every time I like we was on this, we was on two buses together, and I'm just like, okay, well he getting off the same stop I'm getting off. Now he on the same another bus with me. He getting off the same stop I'm getting off of again. Just to, and now we're walking Wait, towards so the station. You were on the bus as a stalker. You were no. doing stalker stuff. <laughs> I just now I probably was doing stalker stuff because I'm just like, why, why is this dude? You know, going in the same direction I I am. And then so we finally get to the station and me and this dude talk. We start becoming like like cool. Everybody's starting to see that there's this vibe, there's this this kinship with with us. And so I want to shout him out because because of Aaron and Takari and the friendship that I made with Aaron and Takari, I made a friendship with a guy that I consider my brother and that's Dre. So I want to shout out to Dre because me, him, Aaron and Takari, we did this show called Sonic Graffiti together. And even when, when the station, you know, we kind of went our separate ways, the station collapsed, me and Dre was always trying to bring back Sonic Graffiti. And then uh, once we found out that we couldn't 
bring it back, um, Kareem offered me an opportunity to 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 co-host this radio show that he that they were doing for for Illy Soul, and so that show went through some iterations. At one point, it was like Jeff the Illis, me, and Portia, and then that iteration after that was done. Then the new iteration was me, Portia, and Kareem. And then on some days, it was just me and Portia. And so now I'm looking at this and I'm just like, man, now I have this like weird love that I never thought I, I would ever have for doing radio. And so um, years later, you know, I'm in Paducah. And I'm divorced at this point. I got my own apartment, all this other stuff. And so another group of people that I want to shout out, even though they don't even know me, uh, I am a viewer of their show. There's a show on, on YouTube called Dead End Hip Hop. And Dead End Hip Hop is just like four or five guys and they chop it up about hip hop and do album reviews and all this other stuff. And so I remember a commercial that they did because they were in the midst of doing a podcast and they were just like, you know, uh, there's this app that you can do podcasts on. And the name of the app was Anchor. And so that inspired me to, to, to get this app and to start doing a, a podcast. And so now, you know, I didn't know where this was going to end up. I didn't, you know, I just expressed how I felt. I wanted to, you know, talk about movies and I want to talk about music and I want to talk about um, uh, just, just, art in, in this different way and had these real conversations and, and all this other stuff. And then, like I said, the show just went through so many iterations. And then... Now, I remember when, some of the Angry Black Man episodes. Was was that really a part uh, of the format or was that just, I'm sick of this? Um, it was, it was a part, it was a part of the, that, it was a part of the, that, that process. But it was it was it was very very like angry black man, uh, just going off on some stuff. Um, and then, uh, like so I said, did, uh, do you have a production meeting for your anger, or do you just like go? Uh, like a slight production meeting, but you know, I do. There are moments where I just like go. Okay, um, just because. I might need to organize that one day. I'm like, you know what? Before I do this, I'm gonna need to have a production meeting to see what right. type of anger I really want to bring to you. You know, I need an anger production meeting before I go to work. Like, you know what? If this manager say something else to me, we gonna need to do this like this. <laughs> we discuss this in the meeting. So right. if she come out sideways, you get to cuss her up out. Right. <laughs> I so need one of those meetings for work. But that's just me. Yeah. No, but 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 that I mean that's real, man. And and so what I did was, yeah, like I said, like I had to, I had to kind of chill for a little bit. Um, you know, I was just moving back to Chicago, and I was trying to just, 
find a, uh, a, a footing of where I really thought I could shine in and as, especially for the pod. And so, you know, I come back to Chicago, I'm just getting reintroduced to Chicago life and all this other stuff. And then we get hit with a pandemic. And don't you hate and that? So, uh, don't you hate that? Yep. Life was going good. And then that mess hit. Now, granted, I'm pretty sure just like everybody else, we thought that this shit was going to be like maybe a couple of weeks or so, and then everything would be fine. But this shit turned out to be, what, two years, two, three years? Something like that. I thought it was going to be like a couple days. Then I saw that pink slip. It was saying I I wasn't fired, but I was like laid off. And I was like, you know what? Uh, I don't know if I like this. So, so in the, like, I so need a vacation, midst, but not this bad, right? So, in the midst of that, right? I said this would be a perfect opportunity to bring back my podcast, mainly because everybody trapped in the house. You're evil, yeah. And so, I'm 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 making all of these friendships with with all of these like artists, these independent artists and now i'm just like okay it and i ain't gonna lie it does seem very opportunistic to be like oh yeah right it's like they home they ain't doing nothing i want to get inside their mind what is you sound like smokey from friday when you said that (laughs) i want to make your mind man no but uh (laughs) but no that's that that's exactly what i thought i said yo i I really want to interview these these artists who happened. Yeah, it's like because, like I said, I made these friendships, and now because as an independent artist, these guys are having to sit at home, and while they would be out either working the regular job or be out doing shows or going on tour, their ability is stopped, and so it's like. I could have I could have did that for any musician at the time or any artist at the time, but I was just like I know it probably affects, and not saying it, it don't affect the big the big artists, but I'm pretty sure it affects more of the indie artists than it does the big artists, and so you know I just I want to shout out to 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 all the ones that I I had the opportunity to sit down and. And and have conversations with, and just yes. talk about their processes, their music, their 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 projects. What goes into it? What you know? Uh, uh, how's it, how does it feel to not be able to like go on tour or or like? I mean, you could put out music, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, but when you're an artist that tours. Now that's affecting you because you can't really go out and start making your money. And as I was doing all of these interviews and and and, and everything like that, I was putting out music. Me and Lenny Virgo, we had this group called the Black Cinema. So we were doing that. And, and so it's an artist looking at it, looking into the mind of other artists and all this other stuff. So so then once 
you know, the pandemic kind of, you know, lifted up a little bit where we were kind of able to do certain stuff, but it was still some some stuff that we couldn't do. You know, I got the chance to the Dope Sessions podcast, got the chance to 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 cover anime Midwest. And not only did we cover anime Midwest, but we also got to just, you know, cover uh uh the microphone misfits. And and that that was even an experience in itself because you know we were going through this kind of reckoning because again, you know, the George Floyd stuff happened and and now everybody's trying to be so inclusive and and I didn't know how to take and and Tree was there for the production meetings because you were gonna be part of, of the of the you were part of the production team. You you were gonna Yeah, be- and then I got sacked by my boss, which I'm glad he retired. Right. <laughs> yeah, man, but it, and it was it was one of those things I was just like, man. I, I really wish I really wish you came, man. But you were there in spirit, and and you know there were, like I said, like but there there was always this need. Uh, I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to put this on. I want to. I still want to have those dope conversations. I still want to be able to talk about the things that you know take pop culture and talk about it in in a way that. Many people can feel like these are conversations that you can have as well. And so, but I always said that I wanted to have a a, a co-host with me because a lot of the time it was me doing it on my own. So because I was doing it on my own, you know, I got I got waxed and I, I started getting lazy with it and and you know, sometimes you would get shows, and sometimes you wouldn't get shows because it was just, it was just a lot. And so, I remember having a conversation with, with, um, with Dinik, and I told him, and this is the guy's honest truth. I told Dinik, I said, it's really down to two people, and I only thought of these two people. It was going to be Tree or Dinik. But because I know Tree has been talking about wanting to do a podcast, I want to bring him in so he can, you know, see how everything goes and all this other stuff. Because I want I want Tree to, and I told D-Nick, I said I was going to pick D-Nick as well, but I was like, D-Nick does all this other stuff. He ain't going to have time for all of that stuff. And I told him, I said, Tree was like the big factor because I said, Tree been wanting to do a podcast. He been talking about it. He been hearing some of the, the dope session shows. He been, he, you know, he been asking me questions. And, and so I just knew, I said, the person I'm going to go for really is Tree. Come to think but of I it, I need to see if I still got my demo around somewhere. That right. was funny. That was funny. <laughs> but I told Dinek, I said, I, I had picked him too, but because I knew everything was kind of like opening up again, because, you know, we, you, we passed the pandemic, even though it's still out there, you know, we passed the pandemic. So I knew as soon as the pandemic 
was lifted and everything was like cool to be opened up again. I just knew he was going to be out a lot. And so, you know, but I was like, I'm definitely the 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 person that I'm definitely going for is Tree. And then I talked to Tree about, I talked to you, man, you was down and here we are, man. So hundred episodes, man. Well, like I said, it's more, it's probably like 104, 105 right about now. But we had a hundred episodes. Cool, cool. Um, I want to shout out to like the the two musical acts that I actually got to interview, just just because you know I didn't really make any friendships. I was just running my mouth. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's only two, just two. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. speaking of um. We're going to talk to Fable again sometime soon. Catch up with him. Yeah, man. I, I, I would, yeah, of course, man. I, um, especially it's since it's other. about like 20 of, you know, 20 guys calling themselves Fable now. You know, you're going to have right. to, you know, check his ID at the door and stuff. <laughs> Make sure he's legit. Right, right. Yeah, man. Definitely, man. We got to get Fable back on the show, man. And, but yeah, man. Just again. Just, I'm humbled and I'm appreciative, and I thank y'all for for even when I was just being lazy with it on 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 a lot of occasions, y'all still stuck. And then when I knew that this is the route that I want to go to, the way I want to do the show. And tree in and all this other stuff, man. It's just like it's been popping, man. And just I want to thank all of y'all, and I want to thank you too, Tree, for being on this journey, dude. Thank you for having me, sir. And and, and the audience, I want to thank y'all for putting up with my insanity. That's the word I'm going to use. <laughs> <laughs> that is the word I'm going to use until I can figure out another one. Right. <laughs> oh man. Now, I remember our, our good friend D. Nick saying something. What did he say? He he, he told me, my, he, he said, my job is here to, like, keep you in line. <laughs> I don't know yeah. how true that is. Because <laughs> he told, he basically, what he tells me is that sometimes I go in, like, we'll talk about a topic, and sometimes I go into these tangents. Ah, oh, yeah. And, and he was like, I think there was a couple of episodes that he heard in the beginning where he was just like, okay, so, but let's get back to what we was talking about. And he was like, see, that's what Tree is supposed to do. Tree gives his, his commentary, all this other stuff, but he's there to like, get you back, get you in line. And I was like, okay. (laughs) Oh, and, and speaking of other friends of the show, uh, Happened to be on a uh, a wiretap. I mean, a phone call. No, not really a phone call. Uh, I was talking to uh, Jay via Mike. Okay. And he showed us some love and everything and was asking when we were doing another one. So here we are. <laughs> right. We back. Right. Shout out to Jay, man. Hope, hope he's doing good, man. Hope he everything is good with him, man. 
Look, I'm I'm shouting out uh Miss Waddy. I don't care about them other two jokers. No, it's playing. <laughs> <laughs> they get a chuckle too because they know I say that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, I can't help it. She's fine. I mean, you know, voice right. is voice is banging too. So I'm I mean, you know, just saying, right. keeping it real. Right. You know. They married yeah. anyway, whatever. No. <laughs> <laughs> so Will Smith. Trevor, Lo- I mean, not Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Noah. <laughs> yeah, man. I got, I got football on the brain. Talking about Trevor Lawrence. Right. <laughs> yeah, Will, Will Smith and, and Trevor Noah, man, had this this uh, interview. Will Smith was um, he was promoting his new movie, Emancipation. They talked about that. Uh, they just talked about that process of, of the movie and what it means and stuff, but you know, with with Will Smith actually coming back into the fold, because you know, he, ever since the, I guess the slap heard around the world, as they say, uh, Will Smith been kind of like just low key, and so now he got this movie, he promoting it, and so he's making the rounds, and the first interview mm-hmm. he did was on the Daily Show with, with Trevor Noah, and although they did talk about the movie, he also talked about the slap. Yeah. And just talked about his his the his mind at the time, the process, all this other stuff. And and so um you know I, I'm looking at the interview and it's it's really really good. And shout out to Trevor Noah man. You know he just he just went through his last week with uh, uh, the uh, daily show he He's leaving the Daily Show. He about to, you know, start doing his own stuff. But it's like, I just felt like that interview to me was just like it. It was an amazing interview. Uh, I feel like, you know, I it's like when people are still saying like it's too soon for Will Smith to be talking about this, or it's too soon, and I don't know if I'm ready to see a, a, his movie. It's not like he. Like killed this nigga. It's, it's just like he just he slapped him. Right. I don't understand that it's too soon. Like you you make it seem like he robbed a bank or something. Or right. look, he's entitled to make money just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. So you know enough of that. And then, like I was saying earlier, you know, it's only a handful of people running their mouth like that because most people still crying over Ky- Kyrie Irving and Kanye West. Right, and, and and probably more on Kanye than than Kyrie at this point, but because <laughs> Kanye is just all over the place with with the shit he's saying. But I digress on that. But no, I I just feel like it's like the way that we hold celebrities to this high standard that we don't even hold each other to. Wait, hold on. Let me stop right there. <laughs> we hold black celebrities to this standard because we don't hold their mothers like that. That I mean, is Robert Downey Jr. He messed around, you know, snort coke all over the place. He had a so-called scandal and it was up for like, what? I don't know, a couple months. Now he then after that, he's doing Iron Man, making tons of money and nobody even cares about it. You know, right. Martha Stewart goes to jail for insider trading. 
She, what she do a couple months, get out. Don't nobody care. Mm-hmm. And now we're asking, is it too soon for Will Smith to be out here promoting a movie? It's like, dude, it's a slap. He didn't go out. He didn't right. go on to the stage and shank this nigga. And in he front sure of as hell didn't get on television or on a recorded phone call and say anything, you know, you know, racially negative and things like that, like uh, like Hulk Hogan or uh, yeah. Donald Sterling, who, by the way, messed around and basically got a slap on the wrist from the WWE. You know what? They took his Hall of Fame ring away and he was gone for like a year or something like that. Now he mm-hmm. back, got his ring back, everything all good. Right. I need y'all to sit down. If y'all not going to hold them other celebrities, you know, to the fire like this, leave Will Smith alone. Right. No, and, I, and dude, that's, that, that's my point exactly. It's like, okay, the only reason why y'all motherfuckers upset is because a black man, it's not, and it's not even just a black man slapping a, another black man. It's a black man slapping another black man at ritzy white people event. That part right there. That's but, the problem. Because, because, because it is. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine if Will Smith slapped the fuck out of Matthew McConaughey? Right. Oh, man. <laughs> man. <laughs> this would have been a whole this probably be going on for longer than what what were we talking about? A couple months? Mm-hmm. How can he smack that white man like that? Look, we'll we'll hey, still be bagging hey, groceries hey. if he slapped Matthew McConaughey. Let's keep that real. <laughs> hmm Yeah, man. It's just it, you know, you know what it was too. It was just like I ain't never seen. So like when it happened, like I mean, don't get don't get it twisted. When it happened, because I didn't even watch the I didn't even watch the Oscars, and that's one of the shows I that didn't I watch do. it either. Because I'm I'm not really okay. So you all giving each other awards and patting yourselves on the back. All right, that's nice. Because <laughs> right. I'm pretty sure, you know, the Oscars are not really representative of everybody. Because mm-hmm. if they were, some of those awards wouldn't win. You know, some of those movies wouldn't win awards. Right. And, you know, you 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 know what I mean? It's like it's like the all-star game back in the day. You know how you had people that would always go to the point where they were going on reputation and not necessarily what they did. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, man. It's like to me, it's like it it, it the, the Oscars is exactly what you just said. It's it's a bunch of Hollywood giants saying all of these were the great the great actors, great actresses, the supporting actors, the supporting actresses, the effects and all that stuff. It's all of them saying this is what we feel was the best. They they hell they 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 have screeners for all of those movies. They 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 send that shit to their houses, especially if you're on that board that vote. They're, they bring all the, let's say, the 10 movies, right? The the 10 movies that, that well, no, not even that. 
it's they just bring they just bring you screeners the the films that are trying to vie for an Oscar. They send you screeners to those movies, and you sit there and you watch them, and then you vote. What was the best movie? What was the who was the best actor? Who was the best actress? This, this, and that. And then whoever gets the most of those votes, that's the winners. Like it's 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 not it's indicative to them. Like you said, it's them patting themselves on the back. It's not like the Oscars is like the People's Choice Award where the where it's actual people. Or like I say, like it's it's not the People's Choice Awards, yeah, and it's not I think the critics' really too, choice, but and it's not yeah, the critics' choice. Mm-hmm. Where yes. the fans or like critics who have to go out here and see these movies is, you know, what I'm saying they're they're not, you know, and I don't even like, trust the critics, so. <laughs> no, no, I, I don't either. But I, I'm just saying, like, I, I, I would, I, I'll shout that, I'll shout them out too, because there's some really good critics, and there's some critics you could tell is on on some bullshit. But like, but I credit them because it's their job to do all of that shit, right? So, so if it ain't, so if it ain't us, the people, or the critics. Doing making these judgments, it's like, and it's y'all. It, it kind of makes it weird to me in in a sense now because it's just like making these movies for yourselves, and in a sense of I get to vote for this, this, and that. You're making it because number one, uh, you want the critics to to see the movie and give it. So the proper pub so people can actually go out. But, you know, we're going to go see the movies anyway. So it's like, that's why I'm saying I'm giving the the, the critics the props. Because to me, it's like, if we not voting for it or the critics ain't voting for it, then it's kind of just like, but it's y'all, the actors and actresses. Um, and basically the Oscars is and, and, and the Screen Actors Guild is the same thing. Because it's just, it's, Actors voting for other actors. Yeah, so check it. Just to drive this home, the Oscars is 95 years old. Mm-hmm. There yes. had never been an indie movie to win an Oscar until this year. Mm-hmm. 95 years. And an indie luck and an indie movie lucked up this year. I'm gonna let that sit there for a second. Right, because I'm pretty sure there's a bunch of good indie movies out there that should have won in previous years and never did. So, yeah. And also, this is not the first time some crazy shit like this ever happened at the Oscars. And it seems like we tend to like forgive that, but yet you know, it's too soon for Will Smith to be out here in these streets. You know what yeah, <laughs> you know what, what clown said that? Because I, I'm, I don't know. We might need to, and we we don't really condone violence like that. But we're gonna need to, like, you know, show up at his at his house, and we demand an explanation for that one. Because 
what do you mean? He got a family. He got to, you know, make a living. Look, the only thing that should have kept us in the house was the pandemic. We ain't doing that right now. So, yeah, let him go get his paycheck. Quit crying. <laughs> Somebody going to pay him. It's too soon. It's too soon right. for what? You make it sound like he divorced you or something. It's too soon. What the? You know what? I. It's always that one person in the crowd that really didn't get the assignment and just want to run their mouth. <laughs> we need them to sit down. <laughs> Speaking of sitting down, what else were we were griping about or not griping about? Or was um, it something, something about um, you know, the, the fact that you ain't got no game? <laughs> I, I think that's what I heard. Your your Mac is whack. Uh, what, what was that? You know what, man? I was thinking. So I was thinking this the uh, the other day, man. I was like, there were so many like, I had so many like missed opportunities, right? Mm-hmm. With with just different women, and I'm were not supermodels, like, huh? Were they supermodels? Because no. if they were, then I'm gonna tell you right now that that wasn't missed. That just wasn't gonna happen. I'm, right. I'm sorry. <laughs> it just wasn't gonna happen. No, man. You know, I was I was thinking about. Okay, we gotta. I, I'm gonna say this is how. This is how it all began. Baker's foyer tree. Oh, Lord. Hey, look, let me tell you right now, I'm not telling the story. You just move on and keep going. So, just, just make your point and move on because I ain't telling the story. It, 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 it started out at Baker's foyer. Well, at least I ain't telling the story now. Maybe in another podcast, but we, no. Mm-mm. Nope. 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 Well, Let's just say uh, Tree egged me on the scene for this girl. Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> okay, see, now you finna get into it. We about to fight. <laughs> she was like, Kill, man. Man, you got to sing, man. Me and you got to sing, man. Like, yeah, see, now, now you finna make me tell the story and, and tell the truth. It was the other way around. This fool dragged me out of I was minding my own business. Me and Mr. Nuff well, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so basically set up me, Tree, and, and the rest of the crew, the wrecking crew. We at Baker Square and we all about to leave out. And What's this Tree- about to leave out? I was in the car, I never left the car. <laughs> Tree, you were still inside. I was, I was in the car. Y'all I was, came to get me. I was, I was in the car. <laughs> I'm outside joking and having fun and treating. Like, hey, we can call Lissandra right now. Look, I was in the car. I'm telling you. But continue. <laughs> and, and Tree, like, oh man, it's these girls, man. Oh, uh, Steve, here we go. Here we go with the line. <laughs> this this is your missed opportunity. This was you that was talking to these girls. So yeah, so and you need to back up. So you come get me. I get in there. We wreck the shop. Mm-hmm. I said I wasn't gonna tell this damn story. So we're gonna we gonna talk off the air. Um yeah, so we wreck shop and I'm like, all right. And then he didn't get the number. I didn't. 
What I the hell? All of that, all of that, and didn't even get the number. But, but right, where my weapons? See, not ready to fight. <laughs> <laughs> but there's more stories like that. Uh-huh. There's more. Yeah, could, that don't I involve me. You, thank God. I could tell you a story about. This girl that, and mind you, I'm not saying. Any, I'm not Before saying we go on, we, I'm, let, we let you. I'm, I'm gonna say this. That's one of mm-hmm. those stories where it wasn't so much about a missed opportunity, but the fact that you know your real friends got your back, and even if they get them, well, I wasn't embarrassed because you know I, I can blow, but mm-hmm. you know, you got treated. I stood up there and I felt like I got played, but I was up there for you. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah, real friends to do that on um, some of these other cats now. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. That, that's that's real shit. I can... Well, I just want y'all to know that Tree was the one who actually went to sing for him. I just joined him. You know, I was like, maybe I'm gonna get a number or something. And then like remember, that. I know where you live. I will whoop your ass, <laughs> <motherfucker> right now. <laughs> oh my god! There's a... okay. So another story. Why are my friends around for every one of these stories? Okay, so I went to a concert at House of Blues with Barry. Okay. And shout out to Barry and uh, the fam. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Barry. Barry was, Barry was pissed at me for this because we went to House of Blues. I I forgot what show it was. It was, it was like a. Wait, wait. He, he, was he mad like I'm mad? Because if that's the case, then you got a track record. I do. <laughs> that's why I said all of my friends have been here for missed opportunities. Mm-hmm. So I I can't remember the artist that we went to go see, but there was a girl who was. Oh, matter of fact, me and Barry, we went backstage to meet one of the uh, the artists that performed. Uh, at first, we were going to see Chaos, but Chaos wasn't backstage. But another artist that was backstage that me and Barry are fans of was this rap is this rapper named Pos. And um, I hope and, that don't mean what I think it means. Uh, if you, you mean mind. like, let's let's, let's move on. Okay. <laughs> from what I was told, POS has different meanings and stuff. And okay. We'll, we'll think I'll of, look it up. Then that's partly one of them. But um, so we we run into POS, and this dude is cool as shit. Like, you know, he's, I mean, he's signing our autographs and all this other stuff, but he comes back to talk to me and Beard. Like, we, there was part of the concert we missed because we were talking to POS. And so there was this girl backstage that was like selling candy and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like she had, it was like a stand in the house of blue. They had like several of these things, uh, uh, you know, just selling like little snacks or whatever like that. And um, I had said something really, really funny. People backstage were laughing. She laughed. This girl was like really super cute. And so um, so we talked. And there were moments where like if somebody wanted to buy some snacks, she would go back to her uh 
her her stand, you know, do the transaction, all this other stuff. And then when she was finished, she would come from her stand and then come back and just, you know, stand by me and talk to me. So we just talking and all this other stuff. So Barry is seeing this. And so Barry slips me a pen. He's like, man, Barry saw it all. He was just like, dude, she she's really into you, dog. Like she's she really like you. Like she's into you. I'm gonna slip this pen. Like he slipped me a pen and everything. You know, this is now for those who probably don't use pens and shit no more. This is like this is some for real back in the day shit when motherfuckers was just like, you know, oh, I gotta have a pen and some paper. You know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because now we just take your phone and put our number in it. That that's right. that's what they do now. Mm-hmm. You touching my phone? I just got it. Right. <laughs> your number in my phone, and then I'm gonna text you a call. Just so you look, know this was really happens. finna happen. You should just go ahead and get your QR code up so I can scan it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I am not letting go my phone. They they gonna have look. they gonna have chips in the, in in our wrist or something like that. Like, hey, let me get you. I mean, look, what's the point of time you used to be able to just put the phones back to back and get the number? Right. Oh, wow. Okay. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. With the NFC? Yeah. Just bang. Mm -hmm. I used to transfer a whole bunch of stuff like that. Pictures, text messages. And so, oh, so, so, um, Barry slips me the pen. I'm like, yeah, I'm about to get this girl's number. You know, all this shit. I'm about to get this girl's number. I'm ready, man. And so then the concert's over. Me and Barry are walking to the train uh, to go back home. Barry is Here's the thing before you keep going. I I just said QR code. There's actually an option on the phone where you pump up the QR code. So I could actually give people my number by having them scan my QR code on my phone. Right. Man, oh, so we leave the concert, walking back to the train and stuff like that. Barry just like, oh man, dude, oh, man. And so like we just talking about the show, talking about, man, dog, like POS, he was dope as fuck. The show was fire. You know, man, that girl you was talking to, man, she was really into you, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Man, did you get her number? Mm. Oh fuck. Mm. Got to get a number. When I tell you, I have never had a friend so mad at me. Barry was livid. Mm. <laughs> was so pissed, bro. Like he was so pissed. I think if you bring this story up to him now, he might still get pissed about it. <laughs> okay, so even even though I. Even though I, you know, okay, of course I made a couple more mistakes, but eventually, you know what I'm saying? I got married, all this other stuff. I'm like, you know, but I'm pretty sure he's still pissed. <laughs> all right, so I'm gonna go okay. ahead and 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 run mine real quick because I know we pressed for time. Mm-hmm. I am what you call a a savant of just dumb luck, mm. meaning, you know. If I do run up on a cute girl and end up with her, it was pure luck, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, because I have this strange condition where I can see all of those signals and stuff 
for everybody else. Like, like if I was Barry and I was in your situation, I could see it for you. I could have seen it for you like before we hit the door. You know, I'm that good when it comes to seeing that for everybody else. Somehow, radar gets jammed when it's coming my way. Like, I just can't pick it out. Right. So, yeah, when it happens, it, I, I tell people, and I'm like, look, what's going to happen is they're going to grab, they're going to walk up on me, they're going to hit me outside the head, and they're going to drag me home like the caveman did it. That's mm. what's going That's That's <laughs> normally what happens. Right. Yeah, you man. Know, like, you know, she probably going to crucify me for saying this, but like when I was with Andy, I, I didn't know that was going to happen. Dude, let her tell a story. And she was into me basically because I ignored her. And I wasn't really trying to ignore her. I was tired. There's another story attached to that that I had to tell because <laughs> she didn't know that. But when she tells the story, it was she showed up to church. She was peeping me. And then everybody else was running up on her. And I wasn't running up on her. And that just, you know, added to you know, whatever the mystique was. Right. And, you know, I hear the story and I'm like, all right, I hear the story, but um, I'm like, yeah, okay. And then, yeah, there was a little bit of in intervention involved with, you know, one of her friends and all that other stuff. But I had to, you know, tell her the ignoring story. It's like, look, I wasn't ignoring you. I was out with the fellas the night before. I was tired. <laughs> I right. was asleep. Right. So we can tell this part of the story. You know, we, we were in Sunday school together. You know, Sister McGee was messing with me that night. I mean, that morning. Because I was in the corner of the book over my head. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she messed around and she purposely called on me to answer. Like, I, yeah, I was asleep, but I was still listening. Right. So I wake up, answer the question, go back to sleep. So, yeah. I'm about to say, I'm about to say, you know, going to sleep in Sunday school is not of God. Yeah, but I mean, it, it, and I apparently it wasn't, you know, Sister McGee either. She wasn't mad because, you know, she didn't do get mad. Right. Well, when she yeah. did get mad, she was all calm about it. Yeah, I was like, I'm, I'm not saying I've never seen Miss McGee ever mad. I've only seen her like really lose it once, but usually when she gets mad, it was all calm. Like she was on a job. I was like, mm. man, I need to learn how to do that one day. Right. Go in on somebody and it don't even feel like you're going in. Well, it did, but it didn't. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. Right. So, yeah, I am totally clueless when it comes to me. Like right now, it's somebody at work. I, I'm mm -hmm. still fascinated by the fact they told me they was going to remember my name. Mm -hmm. I really don't. I still don't know what's going on. I mean, I talked to her like, you know, I'm not mm -hmm. evil. But um, she real pretty, and oh, okay. I, I wouldn't mind entertaining the idea. But like I said, I don't, I don't want to, especially in this day and age of you know Me Too and all that other stuff. I don't want to come off sideways. Nope. So it it not only is hard, but then I got that added difficulty of not being able to pick up on stuff. So yeah, well, yeah, man. I, just, I you know they say it's a missed opportunity, but. I can't even identify it either. So, I th I think it's I think it's a missed opportunity, but it's also like I mean, it's said, still it, ongoing, it is, though. Right, 
but but it but even like you said like i mean i'm just saying if you don't okay so if you don't pull the trigger i, I don't even know see this is this is why these conversations are really hard to have because it's like you say something like man if you don't pull the trigger on that that sounds even weird saying for some reason and all this other shit but it's like i can see like you know if you don't do it then i guess that is a missed opportunity but it's like the the these women nowadays it's just like you don't know one minute you think they really into you because this happened to me one minute you think that they like really into you and then like all of a sudden it's just like everything is different and i've told you the the those recent stories so it's just like i i kind of like at at this point in in, in juncture i'm just kind of like i'm very kind of like like I don't really, I don't, I don't really talk that much like that. Like going out, you know, trying to like talk to talk to women and you know all of that stuff. In in a sense of wanting to see how things can go and stuff, I'm like very kind of drawn away, like kind of like me, and but not so much drawn away. But it's like, all right, if it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. Other than that, uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Now we, I, I we still I'll got things you, to do. <laughs> I tell you a missed opportunity that I didn't even know I had an opportunity for. Mm. Um, I met I met this girl, and I turned come to find out that she's mutual friends, and I had just brought these two dudes up. Um, but she she was mutual friends of uh Aaron and Takari, mm-hmm. and matter of fact. Her sister was dating Takari at the time. Mm-hmm. And so me and her hit it off. Like, I just thought it was just on some cool, like, friend type shit. Cause she never really gave me that I'm really into you type vibe. And I think that's kind of how I played it too, was just kind of like, okay, cool. She seems like she just want to be friends, blah, 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 you know, all this other stuff. So that's how. We had conversations that, like, there was some flirting back and forth, but, like, I just thought it was just, like, for play, play type shit. And so, and I remember one time, she just stopped talking to me, period. Like, it was no more calls, no more messages, nothing. She just totally stopped. And I want to say, like, a year later, uh, she sent me a message. And so, you know, she was just seeing how I was doing. She was just like, she said she had just got back on or whatever site. I think it was Facebook. I think it was, I think it was Facebook because at this time, you know, Facebook is like really, really popping at this time. And so, and I remember us having a conversation. We had several conversations like just typing each other messages. We had like maybe one or two phone call conversations. But I asked her, I said, I just want to know why you left and stopped talking to me. And I think she she could tell that something was something was wrong because I wasn't my normal self with her, even on the phone conversations. I was just I was not leery, but I just didn't know you know, all of this, like you ghosted basically for like a year. 
or so. And it was just like, now you back. And now we talking like, what? And so I just flat out asked her. I said, like, you just, you ghosted. And I ain't heard from you in a while and all this other stuff. And so she apologized for that. And she said that she felt she was wrong for doing that and all this other stuff. And then she led into this thing and she talked about how she just, she, she, she was just, she really, really liked me and she wanted me to say something about it. But because I didn't say anything, she just felt that this was just a waste of time. Uh-huh. And I was like, dude, I didn't know. And she was just like, I, I would send you signals and say this, this and that and all this other stuff. And, you know, I was like, yeah, we flirted here and there, but it wasn't like all the time. It wasn't this, this and that. Like, you just gave me this thing. Like, I thought we were just cool with each other. Who And we sometimes flirt, but like, and she just talked about how much she liked me and she was just wanted me to to, to to step up and say like, hey man, I like you. Let's see where, where this could go. But she was just like, she was waiting on me for, to say something because I didn't say anything. She just thought it was a waste of time and she just stopped talking. Okay, so here's my question to you. Mm-hmm. When the revelation came up in the middle of that conversation, did you say anything then? Uh, no, because at that point I was just kind of like, like you ghosted for like a year, dude. Like okay, so you were still talking about the ghost. She's telling you that she into you, and you still hang up on the ghost. So yeah, you shot yourself in the foot on that one. But no, because at that point I wasn't, I I wasn't like, like a, like okay, don't 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 get it twisted. She's a very beautiful woman, very beautiful woman, and it's like. You see a picture of her and you just like, man, you fucking crazy. Like, I would have said something, dog. You fucking crazy, bro. Like, I get it. But it's just like, man. And it's it's not even more about the ghosting. It's just that here's something that I don't know about. Because, yes, the more we talk, I, I started picking up some feelings for her. But you ghosted, didn't say anything. So a year has passed. I'm probably not on that anymore. Okay, but see, you didn't even tell her how you felt about that before. Yeah, you didn't know, but you could at least acknowledge whatever feelings you had then and then be like, but you ghosted. So yeah, yeah, that's why I say you kind of shot yourself in the foot. But I kind of don't think that I did, though. So yeah, missed opportunity. Correct. Yes, because you had a chance. You it's like basketball. You had you had the boards and you didn't get the boards. Right. I mean, the, the, I get I get what you're saying, but like, but that would have been unfair to be like, hey man, like yeah, like I did like you, but you ghosted me, so it just that wouldn't have been like, unfair. That would have been the truth. Because my thing is, it's like, and, and I and I I'll be open and honest with you. Like sometimes, when me and Amanda will have conversations, because sometimes me and Amanda will will still talking. For those that don't, Amanda's my ex-wife. So sometimes me and Amanda have conversations, 
and sometimes she'll she'll bring up stuff about our marriage, and I tend to like not want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. because to me it's like what's in the past is in the past. Okay. I could be like, man, you know, I under I understand you were upset with me because I didn't make a move. You were waiting for me to make a move. I didn't make that move. But you ghosted. Yeah, and then you and just so, said you didn't know that you needed right. to make a move. So, it- so, so me not saying, well, I did like you and I just didn't know, blah, blah, blah. To me, it's just, it's kind of like the past being in the past. It, it, it was done, it's over with. Cool, you know. Yeah, you know what? I I'm a firm believer that whole it, you know, if you don't recognize and acknowledge the past, you're doomed to repeat it. So, Mm -hmm. you know, somewhere in there, this gonna happen again. The trick is, are you gonna learn from it? Yeah, cause cause now now it's like man, it's it's like. I think, you know, not even think, but I know because I had a lot of blinders back back then. Like back then I had a lot of blinders on. And my blinders were on because it was always me who liked somebody and they didn't like me in that same way. So okay. if somebody would say, no, I really did. Like, like I really thought like maybe you would say something or maybe we could see where it goes. But I I didn't know you were feeling me like that because it was me being the one that was feeling you and you didn't seem like this, this, and that. So, yeah, I love, you know what I'm saying? Okay, like, so yours is self-inflicted. Mine is just, I don't know, me being, me being stupid or something. Because... <laughs> It's probably a few people out there that was feeling me, and I just didn't know. Mm-hmm. Mainly because I can't see signals uh, for me anyway. I, I like yeah. I said, I can see through walls for everybody else. I just can't see that for me. Dude, it, hell, it, it was I would do. It was girls in high school that I remember running into, like maybe two years after high school graduation. I was like, yeah, when I used to have the biggest crush on you. How the fuck was I supposed to know this shit, dog? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's yeah. like, and that—that's how I felt about the one girl. I was just like, yo, like, and people were like, well, didn't well, you said y'all flirted? It's like, yeah, like to to go back and forth flirting with somebody—that's one thing. But it's like you could flirt with somebody, and it's just like. There's, uh, there's another story I could tell you, but I'm gonna tell you off off air because that's got that that story has a, a lot to do with uh, people that we know. But mm-hmm. um, <laughs> but which is probably yeah. good because it looked like we kind of you know in the overtime, right? But but yeah, man, like it's it's a uh, yeah, it's it's I think missed opportunities help you learn, and I yep. think. You know, what yes, and so all all this was 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 really just a, a like learning curve, man. I I had to learn all these things, and so like I'm I know now, 
when somebody likes me. The problem now is, okay, you say you like me and all this other stuff, but is it really what you want? So liking me is one thing, but it's like, but what do you want out of this? Okay. Do you just want to like me from afar? Do you want something to happen? Do you want do you want to see where this can go, whether it's a relationship and you just want to fuck? Like what is it? You know what I'm saying? And so now I'm I'm asking a lot more questions than I than I used to. Okay. Because you because in this day you got to. Like what the fuck are you looking for? Look, in this day, you need a DNA sample, you need fingerprints, you need mm-hmm. like credit checks. <laughs> mm-hmm. I ain't playing with y'all no more. <laughs> right. <laughs> man, but uh man, thank y'all again for tuning in to the to the Dope Sessions pod, man. Yo, Tree, man, you got some uh you got some shout outs. Um, let's see. First up, I'm I'm gonna shout out to uh anybody that's feeling me that uh I don't know about yet. I'm gonna need y'all to speak up. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm actually I'm just gonna need y'all to hit me upside the head because once again I can't see signals like that. So you just gonna have to actually just come out and say it. So yeah, right. shout out to y'all. Uh, shout out to friends. Shout out to fam. Shout out to coworkers. Shout out to Kels. Uh, hey. Shout out to my probation officer. No, I'm just playing. Uh, <laughs> 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 shout out to. Uh, who else am I missing? Oh, right, our podcast brothers and sisters. Got to show love to them. Yeah. Shout out to the usual suspects, uh, the microphone misfits, and you know all of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think I get everybody. You know, church fam. Uh, one of these days I might actually show up, but yeah. Right. Um. Yeah, I, I think I got everybody. Hmm. Okay. And if I'm missing somebody, y'all y'all can send me an email. It's at uh, roundtree43 at gmail.com. Send me an email and uh, you know I, I will respond to email. Right, right. <laughs> uh shout out to, to Tree, man. Shout out to the fam. Uh shout out to my friends. Um shout out to uh my co-workers. Uh, our brothers and sisters in this podcast game. Um, I love y'all. Thank y'all for, for riding with us, man. Thank y'all for this incredible ride. Um, thank you for, for showing up in 2022. Hope y'all still here in 2023 and to, and with bigger numbers as well. Um, I want to shout out, um, my cousins, uh, Jason, James, and Jamar, uh, we lost our Uncle Bob, their dad, uh, Uncle Bob, um, one of the, the sweetest and funniest dudes, uh, uncles, just my mom's brother, Uncle Bob, we love you, we miss you. You know, I just pray for I just pray for my my cousins and 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 the rest of their family. I hope you just find peace in the midst of the storm. And uh, that's it, y'all. We'll see y'all next time. All right, peace, peace.